Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Dave Blasco, coming to you from Arizona. And I'm David Kramer, coming to you from Northern California. Dave and I have been friends since the early 80s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. And between the two of us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience. And today, we're going to talk about cord cutting. Uh, Dave Blasco has some recent experience with it, um, and he's excited to share it with us. Uh, just a note for our listeners, uh, Dave and I, particularly when we were young, were pretty reserved, quiet guys. People thought we were studious and serious and nice. Um, but We had them all fooled. Yeah, our uh, our friends and significant others notice that uh, when we're together, we talk a lot, sometimes quickly, sometimes loudly, sometimes over each other. So I think it's just a question of finding the right questions to ask. Agree. So, so Dave, give us some insight on cutting the cord. It's something I've been thinking about for a while, and it's a, it's a very hot topic, Um out there with a lot of folks and I just actually just did it this past weekend and um, been thinking about it now for a few years and had done some trials um, I have a really high-speed internet connection in my house I have a giga, gigabyte internet to the house and for the folks that aren't real technical uh, I have theoretical speeds of a thousand megabits per second download and upload and I'm paying like 80 bucks a month for that which is kind of pricey for internet and I want to take advantage of that fast internet speed and get my money's worth. So um, I finally bit the bullet this weekend. I canceled. I have. Um, I don't have cable. I had uh, satellite uh, service, uh, you know, for for TV, and I went ahead and canceled that this weekend. Huh, hey, Dave? Let me ask you. So, who are you getting your internet from? Is it from a cable company or is it from a um, company? We ha we only have one option. This In my neighborhood, we only have the option of the cable company. So Cox Cable is our provider here. Uh, we don't have like a, any competition neighborhood. But they rolled out Gigablast Internet, I want to say it was like about a year and a half ago. And partially as a, as a uh, move against increases, Cox was offering this service at seventy nine ninety nine with no increases ever. Now we'll see if that really transpires. But I, part of why I went to it was just as a precaution against what seems to be the ever increasing cable bill. Um, but I can tell you the service is it is nice to have that speed, and I like the um, the fact that the upload is the same as a download. So for those of you that have like offsite storage, I happen to use. Um, the Microsoft service uh, to store things in the cloud, that upload speed is really nice. So it takes big files and loads them very quickly uh, for storage. Yeah, I was going to question you on that because usually it's asymmetric. Downloads usually much faster than upload. Usually, for instance, the old DSL service I used to have is act, was actually ADSL with the A standing for asymmetric. Yeah, with the... With the um, fiber optic it's goes both ways and generally lately when i first got the service i was one of the very first homes in the neighborhood 
I would wired get something like 800 megabits, 850 megabits per second download, which is close to the theoretical speed and, and up was about the same. I think as more people in the neighborhood have gotten it, the speeds don't seem quite that fast anymore. But just from a practical perspective, I think they're fast enough. I don't really notice an, an issue. But the up the upload side almost is always faster than the download side. So I um, really like that because, again, I use OneDrive from Microsoft. Some of you might use Google Drive. I use that just to keep everything backed up automatically and the and especially big files like uh, I use Quicken for uh, keeping track of money. Those are pretty big files because I've been at it for a while. Upload really quickly. Yeah, and, and as I encourage people to switch to Chromebooks, um, so the IT uh, maintenance for the home is easier and easier. You're kind of dependent on having pretty fast internet service to do that. Yeah. So my thought was, hey, I've got this really fast internet service. Um, why not take advantage of it? And and uh, went ahead and tried. Um, uh, we tried a trial la last year. I I you I I. Um, had DirecTV is my satellite service, which I went ahead and canceled. They, they they have a fine service. It's really about how much it costs. My bill was about $112 a month. Um, tip to users, if you call and complain to your provider, um, whoever it may be, plan on spending about 45 minutes on the phone, but you will get your bill reduced. And I do have um, service through AT&T on my cell phone. They have some cross promotion, so I've got about a year of 30 bucks off that was coming to an end, so that kind of precipitated the, the change. Um, but I had tried the DirecTV Now, which DirecTV offers, and I really liked the, the selection of channels. It was just kind of the right fit for us, but they were not ready for prime time. The quality of their stream just wasn't there. Um, there was a lot of pixelation, stuttering, and uh, we tried that um, last year for, for a few months and went back to you know, DirecTV Satellite. But this week I weekend I went ahead and cut the cord and I'm using Hulu Plus and we've been trying that for like about uh, a couple months so we still have cable we have uh, Comcast I call it Xfinity now because they want to spend money painting trucks and stuff but um, we ha only have it wired to two of our four TVs and we get by uh, doing streaming stuff on the other two but we're uh, I couldn't figure out how to get rid of it was for watching uh, local sports. And by local, I mean the San Francisco Giants and the Golden State Warriors. How, how do you watch? Um, you, you guys are big sports fans. How do you watch sporting events without having um, cable TV? Gotcha. I mean, if, if you want to invest in an antenna, you can pick up a lot of those local stations. I happen to live about 10 miles away from the antennas here in the metro area. So I get a really great signal. I bought a, a $10 antenna and it is not a problem for me. So depending on how far away you are, that might work for you. I have seen some other people buy some fancier antennas, but that picture, in my opinion, the picture that you get from the antenna is better than what you get from cable and from um, the satellite for sure. It's clearer and sharper. So that's one way of doing it. Um, and then Hulu, Hulu Plus, which I have, will do the local channels and stream the local channels. That's the other way we'll do it. And for the most part, we just watch the local channels on Hulu Plus because it's just easier for the family to get their head wrapped around. How do I find that local channel? Yeah, last 
weekend, I guess weekend before last for the Super Bowl, I went and bought another one of those $12 antennas you recommended and put it on the, the fourth TV so uh, we could watch the big game on CBS in the, in the back room. Um, but my problem is uh, the Golden State Warriors and the San Francisco Giants, most of their games are on Fox Sports. Uh, so it's a cable channel. It's not broadcast. Gotcha. And it de- depending on the streaming service, they may may or may not carry Fox Sports. I I know we have trouble here. I'm a uh, one of my uh, one of my daughter went to Arizona State, and we like to watch some of those games. And some of their stuff is only carried on a certain channel that we don't we don't get, which makes it tough. So I think for folks out there, you got to check the different services to see if they have the right package that you want. For me, it was like, do they have ESPN and do they have news? Because those are the, pretty much the two things I watch as the news and I watch um, sports. And if I have ESPN, then I'm pretty happy. Okay. So how much are you paying for streaming services plus the internet? That's, that's a great question. So the inter- my internet, like I said, is 80 bucks, 80 bucks a month. Um, this new Hulu Plus that I've gone with is is about $48 a month. Now, Hulu just released some new charges, I think, come February, so I've got to figure that out. I think part of the basic service went down, but something else went up. I haven't quite figured it out. I think the dollar value is not going to change that much. So I'm replacing a $112 satellite bill with about a $47 bill on those channels that, that I use. Um, now we are also Amazon Prime members, and and probably a lot of the audience might be because that seems to be a ubiquitous service. So we do like watching some of the Amazon shows, and I guess I look at it as part of the package of getting stuff in two days to your house. And then also additionally, we have a family membership for Netflix, which I think is running uh, 12.99 a month for uh, a family plan. So between that, there's uh, plenty of movies. I got uh, sports. I got ESPN, and I have. Um, basically news and that pretty much keeps us happy hmm. yeah we also have amazon prime which does have a good selection some really good original stuff lately i've been watching uh, corner gas which is like the canadian seinfeld um and i've had netflix for years and years used to get the, the dvds in the mail and i think i'm paying 10.99 for that um but I, I did, prepping for this episode, I went back and looked at my bills, which I don't do as regularly as you do. And my last Xfinity bill was $204.41. That includes and, cable service, though, right? The internet, right? Yes. And I can't really tell what. The regular monthly bill is $197.07. For my $170 package, which is the triple play, triple play with uh, TV, telephone, and fairly high-speed internet. Not it's not gig speed, but it's up to 400 megabytes per second down. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good point. Uh, if you're going to do the streaming services, you want a pretty high plan. I before. We came on tonight, I went out to Netflix and just looked at the recommendations. So for a regular high-def stream, they're saying you need 5 megabits per second down, which most high-speed internet gives you. That's kind of the bare minimum these days. And then if you have a 4K TV, then you need about 25 megabits per second down. 
Yeah, when I got mine up to over 100 megabits per second, everything was fine. Even my son's gaming went pretty well. Uh, with the, the Wi-Fi, Canna on any of the older machines kind of ran into the limits on the on the the Wi-Fi cards and the machines. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I may, I'm just for our listeners. I think I might have used the term megabytes. I meant to say megabits per second down. So there's a difference there. But um, from a practical perspective, I think most folks in most neighborhoods have speeds that reach those. And I think if any, if you even if you have an N type router, a lot of folks have AC routers now. You should be able to get those speeds in your house without too much trouble. So at this point, you know we we switched. It's a it's a little different because my family, my wife is used to use going through the TV guide like thing that's on the TV, and the service doesn't work the same way. If you look at Hulu Plus, it, it might, but we haven't quite figured it out yet. It'll tell you what's the current show and give you one show, but you can't look ahead, say three or four hours, which sometimes what my wife likes to do. Um, the other thing that we are working uh, running is if you're an AT&T cell phone customer, which we are, you can get what's called Watch AT&T, and they offer actually a small selection of channels. And there's one channel on Watch AT&T that my wife likes that's not on Hulu Plus. So between those two streaming services, I think we have kind of the the stations that we generally watch. And, and so far, it's working for us. It also, Hulu Plus has a small DVR service. I think for the most part, though, if you're watching some kind of show, when you order the Plus, you get, I think you get to watch the show the same day. So there may not be any reason to record it on the DVR. Still trying to figure out those details, if you will. You can watch it on demand the same day. Is that what you mean? I believe so. So like my wife likes to watch a certain like um, daily show. And I believe she's told me that she's been able to see that same show the same day, but we're still trying to confirm or deny that at this point so we've got it recording on the you know dvr that comes with it but i think for a lot of users if you don't if you don't need that uh, well the concern from our side was the dvr that we had with our with our satellite was i think 500 gigabyte um, drive which holds a lot of storage of shows and the concern was the the dvr storage you get on hulu plus is something like some small, much smaller amount, and the concern was we're going to run out of space. But I don't. So far, it doesn't seem to be a problem. Can you, uh, if you're watching over the air stuff, like you guys watch a lot of tennis, it's nice to watch that kind of stuff, uh, sort of time slip, so you can fast forward through the commercials. Would you have the ability to do that? I think you'd have the ability to do that. I am not. Some folks will do uh, like a streaming setup where they've got a server that's recording over the air. I've not done that. I've looked at that. Amazon actually has really a new device out that they just released within the past couple of months that, that really uh, probably makes it a lot simpler than what some folks have set up. I've not tried to do that, but it would be really nice to do that and fast forward through commercials. And especially if um, you wanted to watch things like my my wife likes to watch tennis. So there's four major tennis tournaments and for those who aren't familiar the worst one is the australian open because they are so far around the other side of the world that all the live shows are in the middle of your night and then as they move west to the french open and then you know wimbledon you're only off by i think nine hours at at, at that point but it's nice to be able to time shift those things i haven't got to that point yet so i'm not sure what we're going to do there I, I, i will say that my wife will sometimes watch those shows in real time um, at, at odd hours. 
One challenge we had trying to upgrade our Wi-Fi to speed, and it was it was a Christmas present for my son. He wanted to have an Ethernet cable run to his gaming computer, and they're in different floors, different parts of the house, and I said I'd be happy to do it, but I'm going to have to run it over the top of the carpet. Um, so anyway, as, uh, as a Christmas gift, I put in the, the Google Wi-Fi system, the... Uh, what is it, interlaced Wi-Fi, so you have the same uh, username and password. It's not, uh, you don't have to use a repeater. But that was a little more challenging than I thought it would be. Yeah, I've not I've not tried that. One of the things I did for many years, and I still have a few, is it's called a power line device. If um, you're on the same circuits, you can send a signal over the wired um, connection in your house. You buy this little device, you plug into the wall, and you put an Ethernet on it. And um, I did. I actually still have a few in use today because those connections seem to be more stable than wireless. And you get a reasonably fast connection. But now with my new high-speed internet and my new router I bought, it's it's quite a bit faster. But that might be an option for some folks. Yeah, the hardest part actually was installing the upgraded router because you need a faster router for the faster downloads. And then the one I had was wrong because it didn't have uh, the telephone jacks, which I didn't really care about, but I would have had to change my service, blah, blah, blah. Turns out Best Buy is very generous with the return system, and they're very polite people. Yeah, it's it, it always very helpful sometimes to be able to go locally let and buy something if you're not quite sure what you want. That is for sure. Yeah, because two-day delivery from Prime is amazing and incredibly helpful, but once you've taken down the Wi-Fi in your house, your family starts getting quite grumpy. They get grumpy really fast. It's, it's amazing how much of our life is dependent on having that signal. Um, so I'm surprised with your bill that you have, what you might think about, and what I thought about is like, what channels do I really watch? I and mean, there were a lot of channels that we had that we didn't watch. And I think for a lot of folks, if you just ask yourself, like, what you watch, like for me, if I just had, say, ESPN, the local channels to catch those local aired sporting events and watch the news, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty much happy camper. I do enjoy watching some shows on Amazon and Netflix as well. So one thing you could perhaps, you know, look at is maybe downgrading the package you're on, um, if that's possible, and that's a way people can save money. And but if you find yourself only watching a few shows like that, then I think cord cutting might be in your future. I agree, um, particularly like there's some great shows on HBO, but watching them a season later is not that hard to get them. And it might even be worth it just to pay for I think there's an HBO now streaming service that you can buy for $10 a month, $15 a month. Yeah, you sure can. You get that for 15 because um, I used to have H. There's, I'm not invested in any HBO shows right now, but I used to be where I had to be, you know, watching every every Sunday night at a certain time. And there are some folks in my family who are very invested in Game of Thrones. So they'll, when that final season comes on this year, <laughs> got to have HBO to watch that be in, and, and see it as it unfolds in real time. Yeah, that's going to be the challenge going forward as uh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu have their own uh, homemade shows, some of which are excellent, and then you're going to have to choose. Oh, because you might not have, you could get one or the other, right? Yeah, like, um, I really like 
Black Mirror. Um, uh, what is it? The Marvelous Mrs. Mabel is good. Maisel. I Maisel. really like that show. Yes, I've watched all those episodes. Huh? That's that's on Amazon, I think, right? It's yeah, it is. And there's if you're into comic books, there's a bunch of stuff on Netflix. I was into the Daredevil stuff for a while. A little grim though. Yeah, I think, I mean, I still think, um, I, and I can remember I laughed when you talked about getting DVDs in the mail. I can remember myself saying something like, who would ever want to stream the stuff? It's the quality is so much better on DVD. <laughs> but we're here in that brave new world, right, where the quality coming across the streaming service looks pretty good, right? Yeah, and I'm still a little behind. I'm uh, in the HD world. Um, I don't have any 4K service at all. Um, do you? I just... I do because, well, uh, I just got a, a 4K TV uh, like uh, a week ago. And so part of, the, part of the cord cutting was precipitated by that and having this new TV. And I will tell you that there's a few shows. My family likes um, the uh, Grand Tour, uh, the car show, and that's shot in 4D. And it's pretty amazing picture quality. Or I'm sorry, four, not 4D. <laughs> I'm thinking 3D. Um, 4K. And it's a pretty amazing uh, picture quality on that show, and some other sh some other other shows I believe um, uh, are shot in 4K as well. And I've noticed on my new TV, it looks pretty amazing. Yeah, it's just we have so many screens piling up, uh, and I'm sitting in my home office kind of thing here, and I'm looking at two cell phones, two computer monitors. There's an iPad. They just, they don't wear out. They just get um, obsolete. And I feel guilty as the pragmatic uh, environmentalist I am mm -hmm. discarding these things when they work perfectly well. I thought they looked great when I bought them when they were new. Goodwill. Take them to Goodwill and donate them. <laughs> because somebody can use them, right? They probably still work and they'll take them and give them to somebody who can use them. Oh, yeah. Or turn your old iPad into a uh, uh, photo uh, display, perhaps. I did notice at my kids' high school, they had outside of the uh, each conference room, they had iPad minis that they used for scheduling the scheduling the rooms. I thought that was pretty clever. That is pretty clever. I've seen some cool tricks for like, you know, my I, the thing I've seen is take, taking those tablets and turning them into a photo display. I've seen some folks do that, which seems pretty clever as well, because it doesn't really take much processing power to move from one picture to the next. Um, yeah, I, I was lobbying a bit at uh, my office. Uh, all the conference rooms and most of the private offices all have what were big um, HDTVs monitors when we moved in, but uh, the, the the resolution isn't really good enough for reading drawings, and they. It's funny when you hang things on the wall, they start to look small. Uh, I'd like to take the old ones and move them into our front lobby and get the software to make them into one big display. Mm -hmm. And uh, that looks really impressive when you do it. Uh, the the fancy ones at the uh, at the arenas, etc., are really really expensive where you can't see the seams. But even if you see the seams, it's still pretty amazing. It would be pretty. It would be pretty interesting to see that. That's for sure. So yeah, you could repurpose that anyway, or. Send them to Goodwill. Someone, someone can use that old TV. <laughs> but, it, but I agree. It is amazing how those old things collect. So I do have a few 
I tend to keep some of the old stuff around, but after a while, either I'll sell it on or uh, take it to Goodwill. All right, Dave, we're getting near that time. About the time we have to wrap up. Um, Magic hour. So I'd say try the cord cutting. What's the worst thing that happened? You, you go back to your cable company and you, you get a new contract with them. So they want you back and they'll save you money either way. So try the cord cutting for a, a, a little while. And if it doesn't work out for you, then um, the cable company will come calling and want you to sign up for a new offer. Excellent. Hey, I thought I'd end the show by recommending another podcast I found because I think once you discover podcasts, you're always looking for new things. This one I just found this week. It's been going for a while. It's a little hyper-local. It's only for the state of California, but it's called Gimme Shelter, the California Housing Crisis. And uh, in my uh, spare time, I'm kind of a housing advocate and I I aspire to be a a, a wonk. Um, So I, I think this is a great way to learn about this um and it's only on soundcloud and i didn't know it was out there um maybe uh next next week dave you can give us a recommendation on something you've discovered that perhaps other people haven't heard i sure will all right this was great i look forward to speaking to you again soon and uh uh stay stay cord cutted all right everybody David Kramer here with some exciting news. We are on iTunes, which I think is now Apple Podcast for you kids out there. Uh, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us, especially review. No one knows exactly how it works, but that's part of the black magic in getting found by other users. Uh, just search for Dave Squared, one word all written out, D-A-V-E-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D and hopefully give us a five-star review. Thanks. We will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.